friends, it's Becky Pike Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. And a question that has come up in the recent months is, hey, Becky, how do you know when to write a book? Like, do you just think, oh, people want it, and so I'm going to write it and put it out there and see if it sells? Well, that would be a pretty expensive way to go about things. I would say, um, yes, I've absolutely been asked to write books for different production companies, things like that, and they know what they're looking for, right? So if your topic is, for instance, train the trainer, like the world I live in, they're going to say, Becky, can you write a book on train the trainer? And, and we'll publish it and put it out there and make you famous. Well, what I would say is in the quote unquote early days, not old days, <laughs> of uh, when I was growing up, right, it was always go with a publishing house. And then it was, oh my goodness, no, you can, you can produce it digitally online. You don't even need to have a paper print copy. You can just have it, you know, be living in the cloud. And then that swung the pendulum too far to the right. And, and to get it to come back, now what people do is on-demand publishing. And on average, people ask, always say, well, how do I, you know, how many copies can I expect to sell? On average, about 300 copies. And it used to be a lot more than that. But because we are an information age where we can have access to so much free information, but we also have access to so many different authors because it's, um, you know, just the accessibility is just out through the roof. So here's how I figure out, should I write a book that will be seen by at least 300 people? Or in my case, will it be a successful book in the sense of being reproduced and not losing my shirt or not losing money on it? So here's how I kind of figure things out. First of all, I own a train the trainer company makes it really helpful to have a way a venue per se for my book to be delivered to the market. So what I do first is I design a class. Let's talk about mm, any of our crash courses that we've designed in the last year, year and a half. You can go online to the Bob Pike group and you can see, you know, six, eight different crash courses, three hours virtual. We, we kind of do those crash courses. We see what takes and what doesn't. And we improve our IP, our intellectual property. We make those changes and then we market it to kind of like the whole wide world, right? We put it out on the social media. We send it out in our easy and our monthly kind of magazine, if it were. And then after that, we see, hey, is the class sellable? And is there interest where clients would actually ask for that class to be taught? So then it's like, yes, if it is a yes, I pay designers myself, we make the class, we run the class, and then we recoup the costs on what it costs to kind of bring that class to market. Now that we know it's successful because people are buying it, I now say, hmm, does this book need, or does this class, I should say, need further information that goes along with it? And if the answer is yes, this is going to be a great opportunity for me to either write like maybe a, just a short piece, could be a 50, 100 pages, or if it's something more in depth, like a three or four day class where it's three hours or three or four days, I might be writing a 300 page book. And that can take time to write, but the idea is if a class has a shelf life and the content, although it's changing, will be sustainable, then that's when I'm going to write a book. Now, I've written or co-authored 10 books so far. I'm also published in a lot of different places. A lot of other books have been you know, publishing things that I 
I guess I, I own or I say often. Um, and that's kind of just getting your name out there. For me, people say, well, why do you do it? Just to make money? Well, of course you want to make money. Uh, just know that you're not going to make a lot on Amazon because it's a loss leader for most people. Basically, um, it's a way for you to get published, but your books, you're not going to make much money. Five bucks a book, maybe three bucks a book or something, but it gets you out there. So, hey, it's a way to be seen. So, yeah, making money is one of the reasons to write a book. But another for me is the more books I publish that are really valuable to the marketplace in the train the trainer world, the more I become a thought leader and the more the area of expertise that I've written on becomes like, hey, we want Becky or her company to gain, you know, credibility within our company. So bring her on site. She's successful. So the the last thing I want to say, though, is like a book is like writing a PhD, but I'm not going to take credit for that, right? I have 10 books. So my, my question myself is, do I get a PhD or do I write books? And for me, I'm going to write books because it helps all of the people that I train better understand things. And I can't do both because they both take up a lot of time. So that is just kind of the road to writing a book um, as Becky Pluth kind of does it. Maybe it's not the best way for everybody, but it is the way that I have found success with the, the books that I have written. Thank you so much for listening in to our Creative Training Techniques podcast. We will see you here again next week.